Hi guys, top of the day to you. Welcome to the Akata's podcast. My name is Akata and it is Discuss Bookies. Yes, I made this session because I really want to improve my reading ability. And I feel I'm going to be much more responsible in reading when I create a session where I could discuss what I have read in a book. So I'm going to be picking a book, one book in three weeks, four weeks. And now that, you know, I'm just starting. So I really would want short books. A book we could finish in three to four weeks and then we'll pick up another book. It's, you know, they say readers are leaders. So I want to be a leader. I am a leader, yes, but I could be a better leader when I read more. So that's why I have the session discuss bookies. And um, the discuss bookies, I'm very sure you asked me what's the what's what's the rationale behind bookies. I actually wanted the session to be discuss movies and bookies. In fact, it was originally movies and bookies. For movies, I'm not so much of a fan. So I said, let's keep the bookies and leave the movies. So that's it. So before we go ahead, of course, I'm going to be giving tips on how to improve your reading skills, how to grow your reading ability. First off, be consistent. Now, you have to tell yourself every morning that I must read this book. It's, it's a conscious effort. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. It's a conscious effort. You have to tell yourself every morning, every day, I must read this book. Be very consistent. Put it at the front of your mind, before your eyes, that you must read a book. You must read a book every single day. Next, take these books in small quantities. Now, lots of times we see our friends, we read 200 pages a day. They tell you, oh, I started The Alchemist in four days I'm done the book was indeed a blessing I chemist in four days I can barely read Queen Pania in four days and Queen Pania is like a 16 to 20 page book you must understand that we are all different so take them in small quantities you can start with 10 pages a day 15 pages a day three chapters but make sure you read, make sure you read and you stick to that format you have placed for yourself. If you know you fall asleep while you read, then get a chair and a table. You know what? I hate it when we deceive ourselves and say, I can read on the bed. No, you can't read on the bed if you are a, a what do they call them? If you are a starter like me, you can't read on the bed. You have to sit upright and read. So take them in small quantities, get a chair and a table. It's very important. And you're not just reading because you want to read. You're reading because you want to grow. You're reading because you want to be better. You're reading because when we talk, people have to say, oh, something has changed about this person. This person has sucked in new knowledge. This person gets or has gotten new energy. You cannot do all of that if you do not have a pen, a paper, or a colored pen. Or if you do not make use of your underlining option or coloring option on your WPS that's if you're reading the book in the PDF format so make sure you have a pen you have a paper, you jot down call to actions, you jot down high points from the book you're choosing to read and for starters I always advise look for a 50 page book in fact 
good for a 20 page book to start with the smaller the more your interest stays on that particular book so look for a very small book to start with and then from per month per month you keep increasing the pages maybe this month i read a 50 page book next month i want to read a 70 page book upper month i want to read the 100 page book 200 before you know you're reading a 300 page book in six months and i know we all can go faster if we imbibe that habit next when you're reading a book please clear out every interruptions now the world has gone virtual i don't think most people yes i must tell you that if you value reading then you should value having them in hard copy so most people still read in hard copy but for somebody like me I do soft copies. Most of my books are soft copies. What I do is while I'm reading on my phone, I airplane my phone. I put it on airplane mode. I don't have any calls. I don't have any chats. I don't have any text. I plug in my earpiece listening to cool, wordless music because I love it. I, I don't know how I do it, but I assimilate more. I assimilate faster. And I put myself in that book when there's music playing around me. So yes. You could do that too. Just find um, the reading pattern that is suitable for you. I know a lot of people that read where there's noise. They enjoy it. They read faster where they, they hear the sound of a bus. They hear whistles from people selling things all around them. So just find the reading partner, uh, pattern that is good for you and follow it. Um, so that's it. So make sure you're consistent. Take them in small quantities. Read where there are no interruptions, there are no distractions. Always have a paper, a pen, or use the underline or colored um, option on your WPS if you're using a WPS. So today we're going to be reading the book Attitude 101 by John C. Maxwell. And why I chose this book is because your attitude is the beginning of everything. Your attitude is going to tell me how your actions are going to play out and how this issue is going to end. So we're starting with Attitude 101 by John C. Maxwell and we're going to be taking the part one of this book. Now the part one and part two, they're pretty long. I think it's a hundred and something pages, 150, they're about 170. It's a 170 page book, but hopefully in three weeks we should be done. Hopefully, in three weeks, we should be done. So, part one, how does attitude affect leadership? But before then, we are going to ask ourselves, what is attitude? Attitude is your disposition or your state of mind. Attitude is also an inward feeling expressed by behavior. So, how does attitude impact leadership? That's actually the very first chapter of the book. We must understand that attitude is always a player on your team. Now, I would say it countless times, or I would say it as much as you want to hear. Everybody is a leader. If you're a father, you're a leader. If you're a mother, you're a leader. If you're a sister, you're a leader. If you're a brother, you're a leader. Wherever you find yourself, someone is reporting, someone respects you, someone is reporting to you, someone is looking up to you. So you do not have to be called um, COO, you do not have to be called CEO, you do not have to be called head of department, um, head of finance, head of marketing, before you know that you're a leader. You do not have to be called headmaster, so so and so, or head teacher, so so and so. You are a leader wherever you find yourself. And your attitude or the attitude of the team 
huge player. Attitude is a player you cannot ignore. It's a player you can unlock in the box in your team. Now, a lot of times we find people say, oh, I have the talent, I have the experience. But when you look at them closely, they do not have the attitude. Talent and experience can get you to the top, but attitude will keep you there. Yeah? Attitude is going to keep you there. So talent or experience is not enough to bring success to a team. It takes more than talent to win. I can guarantee you that a good team might not win, but a bad team will surely fail. A good team might come second, they might come third, they might come fourth. A good team with a good attitude might even come last. A good attitude does not guarantee that you will succeed, but a bad attitude guarantees that you will fail. And then John C. Maxwell, Maxwell, that's a mouthful, (laughs) Maxwell went ahead to analyze how abilities and attitude blend and what results they produce. So he stated that great talent plus rotten attitude produces a bad team. Great talent plus bad attitude produces an average team. Great talent plus average attitude, that's a good team. But great talent plus good attitude, that's a great team. Now, an attitude compounds when exposed to others or other people. So attitude is contagious. People pick it up fast. People become inspired by their peers. People people pick up on their mindset, beliefs, and approach to challenges. So if you have people on your team that would ordinarily not do any work, if you have just two people, if you leave that attitude to live fallow and bear fruit, I bet you in the next four or five weeks, all your teammates will be like that. They'll be nonchalant. They are refusing to work. They are refusing to help. So attitude is contagious. It's just like magnet. A bad attitude calls on to other people. It draws other people to themselves. I'm going to share a story that was actually written in the book. So in the first half of the 20th century, sport experts believe maybe from that attitude of mediocrity, they just believed that nobody could run a mile in less than four minutes. And that attitude of theirs, that belief of theirs, it went round to all the sport enthusiasts, all the runners. But all of a sudden, Roger Bannister ran a mile in three minutes, 59.4 seconds. And immediately after he won, in no time, every other runner started breaking that record. So if he did not win, if he did not put his attitude to work to break, I call it a jinx or something, to break that 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 belief that this sport expert had, no other person would have done it. So bad, good attitude, bad attitude, all is very contagious. Next, bad attitude compounds faster than good attitude. For some reason, many people think it's cheek to get to be negative. So, another story from Norman Cousins. A doctor during a football match treated five people who had bought drinks from a stand in the stadium, inside the stadium. He treated them of food poisoning. And so he told the announcer to please warn other people not to get drinks from that particular stand. Lo and behold, in less than two hours, 
half of the people in the stadium were complaining of what? They were complaining of food poisoning. They were exhibiting food poisoning symptoms. Some had to be rushed to the hospital. After a little detective work, it was found out that it was not the drinks that gave the five original patients food poisoning. It was actually something they ate before they got to the stadium. And immediately it was found out some persons in the hospital, their symptoms suddenly stopped. Now that mindset, oh, this person has this, I got this from where this person got it. And your body just starts working. It affects you mentally, psychologically. Your body conditions itself to, to exhibit such symptoms. So we must understand that bad attitude compounds faster. People just feel it's cooler. It's, it, it, it's more appealing to be negative. So yeah, bad attitude compounds faster than good attitude. Now, attitudes are subjective. We must understand that too, that attitudes are very subjective. So attitude is about how a person is that overflows into how he acts. It reminds me of a story I also read in the book. I don't know if I jotted it down, of a four-year-old that had an argument with his mom. And his mom said, would you just go and sit in that chair? And the young man went and sat in the chair. And then he looked at his mother and said, Mom, outside I am sitting, but inside I am standing. Meaning, I am just, this action, I'm, I'm doing it. But inside me, my attitude is still same as me standing very close to you. So, bad attitude sometimes might not commit, not sometimes, most times, they do not commit an illegal or unethical action. But yet, they are ruining it. They are subjective. You can't pinpoint the fact that, oh, um, this action is what led to this. So, it, it, it doesn't express itself in an illegal or ethical action. For example, an inability to admit wrongdoing. It's not an illegal action. It's not an unethical action. But this attitude would always cause conflict in your team if care is not taken. What of failing to forgive? It's not illegal. But we should understand that unforgiveness is setting to hurt the team. Not letting go, holding a grudge is not positive or appropriate for the growth of any team. Petty jealousy. That's also something that can eat up and destroy a team. What on the disease of me? The disease of me is not, is, is, that's why we say attitude is subjective. You cannot pinpoint to the action and say, oh, this is illegal. This attitude is illegal. This attitude is unethical. So the disease of me is when you develop an overpowering belief in your own importance. The disease of me always have the inevitable results that lead to the defeat of us. So we meet a thousand and one persons that are members of the team that they feel they are better than the whole team. Let's not, let's not forget that a team means together everyone achieves more. But if one person sits and says, oh, I am better than every one of you, I contribute 99.9% of the job and I bring in the results, that would invariably, inevitably lead to the defeat of that team. What of the critical spirit? You sit in a board meeting with your teammates and 
your teammate is giving a report and then another person says she got that point wrong that's not the way to say it well i just found out that that is a bad attitude actually because <laughs> i'm sorry but i think i used to do it then i was i i've always had a critical spirit to the extent that if you pronounce the word wrongly where i was in a meeting i, I, I couldn't help myself but just say excuse me that you didn't pronounce that word right well i just found out of thanks to T Maxwell's attitude 101 that it's actually a bad in fact a bad spirit it's not a bad attitude so critical spirit it's not wrong it's not it's not illegal but it's destroying the team a critical spirit now we also have that attitude of a desire to hog all the credit you get all the spotlight you get the spotlight on yourself you whether you deserve it or you don't most bad attitudes are as a result of selfishness. Me, myself, and I. I'm going to give you a call to action today. I want you to question all your actions and all your behavior. So whenever you want to act, whenever you want to do something, count the number of eyes in the statement. Look at that action and repeat it to yourself in words. And counts the number of eyes so you hear things from people like i want to punish her because i was disrespected in public she abused me myself i was ashamed so count the number of eyes and when you find out that the number of eyes they are much more than even the other person then that is born out of selfishness it is so Rotten attitude left alone ruins everything. One bad apple spoils the whole. Is it bunch that they call it? Okay, let's just call it one bad banana spoils the whole bunch. It ruins everything. So as the book goes on, we're going to be revealing, you know, this time we have discussed on how attitude affects leadership. The next podcast will be on how attitude affects you as an individual. And then... Hopefully, we begin to unravel how we can deal with bad attitude, how we can grow good attitude in ourselves. It is very important. It is very, 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 very important. So I'm going to share a simple story, and I think we're going to round off with that. So it's about 1.59 a.m., and I had earlier recorded my first podcast. I was listening to it. I... I did not save it. And then something happened. <laughs> I lost the, the whole recording. It was about 20 minutes. Yeah, like the same time. I lost the whole recording. And I wanted to be downcast. Why? Well, I thought, no way. I'm going to finish this. I started it and I'm going to finish it. If it was another day when I was reading this book, truthfully, I would have gone to bed. But I decided failure is not to put you down forever. Failure is to make you learn and be better. And I, I know that this podcast actually better than the one I did previously. Continue to follow me on the ACASUS podcast. My name is Akeda and it is Discuss Bookies today. I cannot wait for Crazy Crush Friday. Ah, there we are going to be having so many crushing gist. I just can't wait. Thank you so much to my audience. Thank you so much to 
Michael Stanford. Thank you so very much. I am very grateful for all your support and all your love. And hey, I love you. Yes, you, 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 you that is listening to me. I love you and I want you to share that love to every single person near you. You don't need money. You just need a right attitude. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely day. Hey, Kara loves you.